when you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. That's right. We watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? How have you not seen Welcome to the show. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the good and the bad and the ugly to my uh, viewer. <laughs> I lost myself there. <laughs> I was trying to think. I ran out what? of things. You did. Yeah, I guess. Okay, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly to my, uh, was it Arch, uh, Archie, what was the name of the... Who are you thinking of? The, the the corpse that was that was next to the unknown grave. Oh, Ar uh, Arch Stanton. Arch Stanton. Yeah, yeah so there you go. The, the good, the bad, and the ugly to my Arch Stanton. There you go. Bryce Perkins. What's up, everybody? It's a special day today. We'll get to that later. Yeah, well, let's get to it right now. First of all, okay. this is uh, essentially our Father's Day episode. Yes. And what better way to celebrate Father's Day than with uh, the one of the quintessential... Movies for guys who likes movies. And yeah, our guest, right. uh, you want to go ahead and take the, the reins on the guest? Sure. This is a person that um, loyal listeners will know. I had uh, was supposed to be on for uh, the Enter the Dragon episode, um, and I completely forgot. Um, and uh, so we're making it up in a big way today. Uh, here he is, without uh, any further ado, uh, my dad, Kevin. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So, yeah. Uh, well, we are so glad that you uh, you could make it here. Uh, Dad will to uh, be on the show with us finally. Can I? Will I be? Will I make it back in, into the in, uh, inheritance now that I've made this up to you? Well, probably, but I've never seen this movie. I've seen Enter the Dragon before. So. <laughs> oh man! So <laughs> you'll probably take half off, right? Because I made you do extra work. Yeah. Okay, that's of fair. Course. That's a fair deal. And okay. of course, of course, you pick uh, a movie that is three hours long. Oh my god, I screwed myself with that. So wait, you had never seen Good Man and the Ugly before? I've seen it many times. Oh, I was yeah, going to say, wait a second, this doesn't sound <laughs> I, I, right. I was I've seen oh, okay. it many, many times. Uh, right. Pulled a me there. Now this is um, <laughs> well. Before we get into the film, uh, first of all, Bryce, how you been, man? It's been, I've been doing uh, good. It's been a hot. Two days. <laughs> man, I've been good, man. I want to just want to say what's up, my boy Larry. What's up, Larry? How you doing, man? Um, you know, my boy is looking out for me today, refused to put the blindfold on me. I so, wonder why uh, you didn't have the blindfold on. I thought I was that maybe it was just like a nah, man. My boy, that got nah, man, nah, Larry wouldn't do that to me, man. Oh, we're so boys, man. You, yeah, you and Larry boys. been hanging out? Oh yeah, Larry, man, with Saturday was crazy, right? Man, that was dude, he punched a he punched a um he punched three men at once. <laughs> That's you figure cool. that out. Yeah, yeah. It was. Let's just say it was epic. All right, uh, you had to be there. But yeah, me punched three men at once. You figure that out. 
um but he it was um it was awesome dude Larry, dude thank you for for getting my back yeah we was just got to talking after last week's episode before i left i was like dude I, I don't really like what's going on here man like you seem like a cool guy you know and he was like yeah i got me me and my boys are doing um we do we're doing karaoke uh i got a place if you want to come you know you, you ever get down and i said do i get down i my dad is like the king of karaoke so I'll I'll show you I'll show you if I get down or not. So we went in, we we bonded over some Sublime, you know. But I ain't got no Santeria, right, Lair, right? We so, did some Chili Peppers. Uh, I, I gotta, that'll so, never want so, a feel. Kevin, what is uh, uh, what is your go to karaoke song? Ooh. I don't have a go to karaoke song. It's what I feel like singing that night. Nice. Spoken like a true karaoke song. That's true. That is true. <laughs> you got to read the room. You got to read the room. You got to read the room. Uh, no, you got to go from the feels. You got to go with yeah. the feels. Depends on, you know, might need some Led Zeppelin every once in a while. Might need a little journey. Depends on what you're going for. There you go. There I've always go. been a fan of. Uh, uh, Edgar Winters group uh, Frankenstein. That's a for great, karaoke. For karaoke, yeah. yeah. Just, just follow up. Yeah, follow up say the some, beginning. Followed up with yeah. some uh, uh, Almond Brothers, Jessica. Sure. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> These are all great karaoke and, hits. And then, and then the the coup de gras, um, um, the Macarena. <laughs> so uh, anyway, <laughs> this is the person who doesn't get the joke. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, guys. Right. Uh, all uh, right. Yeah. So me and my boy Larry, we had a great time, man. Punched three guys at the same time. I mean, that I'm I'm very confused about that, and also like why you're hanging out with the the guy who was hired to hold a gun to your head. But I guess he's just hired muscle. You know, no offense, Larry. I mean, but. you know, um, work is work, play is play, uh, and that's how he lives his life. That's how right. I live my life. So seems like uh, uh, there'd so, be yeah. some. Some issues with following through. Well, whoever work, hired but... him, you know, I, I just want to say for the record, whoever hired him, he's doing his job right now. The gun is to my head. Um, he just didn't put the blindfold on, um, which you can talk to him about later. I'm sure, you know, I'm sorry to call you out like that, Larry, but that was an accident. I was just letting well, people know why, how good of a friend you are. This is why, you know, uh, whoever hired him probably shouldn't have gone through Craigslist. They should have used ZipRecruiter. <laughs> would that be nice if we, <laughs> be if we had ZipRecruiter? I would, I wish. You know, <laughs> no, no. we got to manifest it. So yeah, go ahead and say the spot it. and then they'll pay us later, I'm sure. Glassdoor. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. LinkedIn. Um, all right. Well, um, yeah, that uh, that sounds interesting. So uh, good, good for you making a new friend. No, no wonder you guys at the uh, same time. You don't answer my calls anymore when I want to go do things. But whatever. look, I'm here, I am I? Carry aren't I? I'm here, aren't I? That's true. So, so. Um, well, um, yeah. So uh, before we get into everything, uh, I gotta say, you know, as always, check out our website at uh, crossthestreamsmedia.com. And, uh, you know, you could get all of our videos, episodes, uh, merch, Patreon, everything there, as well as check out our sister shows. We've got um, several uh, several guests uh, on our podcast have been from other Cross the Streams Media uh, podcasts, such as 3BAM, Secondary Heroes, Four Dorksmen, Burn Appetit, and then we have several other ones. Oh, uh the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, uh, Beer and Ain't Easy, Front Row Negative. There's a couple more. So check them all out. We're getting, it seems like we're getting more. It sounds like we're getting more and more every single day. Yeah. So um, 
check that out there. And uh, don't forget to leave us a voicemail. You can go to our website, click on the little blue microphone, and leave us a voicemail, and we will play it on air. We will. Literally so. anything that you leave us. And now is the time to do that because we have caught up. We don't have any in the bank, so you'll hear it pretty fast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you were going to do it, do it now, and it'll be um, real time almost. Pause this episode, go do it, and then come back and unpause this episode and so you that will you be listen to more than on 75%. the show. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so uh, that being said, uh, the only other big thing is uh, I mentioned it last week, and if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those fun things, you've heard about it. We will be at Comic Palooza again this year. After uh, very true. After uh, the you know, of course, last year uh, to be safe, everybody you know, we had to can they had to cancel Comic Palooza. But they are back with a vengeance this year, and we will be doing uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, 2004 uh, classic, Hellboy. Wow. Is and, that Guillermo del Toro? Yeah. It's Guillermo Man, del Toro. It's been a while since we've had him. And on. Yeah, I know, right? And and Benicio as well. No, Benicio was not in that one. But No. Oh, but, oh having him on yeah, the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to have them back. I don't uh, think. They haven't signed. Think they haven't called. Their segment is done. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, We'll have to get them. Uh, we have to get a, a new um, approval. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. them to come back. Yeah, yeah they, exactly. That one's out of date now. Right, so. right. Um, but uh, what is a, a release form? That's what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, there you go. The, uh-huh. the release form we had them sign is is out of date. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once we get them to sign that one, they can you, come back. You never know. Never yeah. say never. But we're doing that because Ron Perlman will be at Comic Palooza. So you know, mm-hmm. not saying uh, he's going to be on the podcast, but. No. He will be. We will know. be breathing the same air as Ron Perlman while we are doing the podcast. That sweet George R. Brown Convention quite, Center quite AC, baby. Yeah, we'll be sucking that in. Yeah, and that is exactly why they canceled it last year. Exactly. Yeah, because we will be breathing the same air. air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, yep. that is uh, everything. That's uh, oh yeah, that is July seventeenth and eighteenth, and I believe our podcast will be on the eighteenth. Don't hold me to that, but that is uh, the Sunday. What time? I don't know. Is that I think it's okay. Twelve. So just be there when get it there. opens. Yeah, get there and, and you'll check see. The thing. There's there's tons to do. Yep. You will not be bored. So. And if you live out of town, we'll pay for your tickets to fly nope. here. Nope, and that's not uh, We'll even pay for your tickets to show up. Okay, that's so not true. Just write to us. All right. Uh, well, let's get into it, Bryce. Okay. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. So, um, before uh, we get all of your thoughts and everything, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk to your father. Yeah. So, Kevin. Yeah. May, I, may I call you Kevin? Yeah, that's fine. All right. The proper terminology is dad, but dad. Uh, <laughs> so dad, if you want to be rude, you can say no. So daddy, <laughs> not daddy. <laughs> daddy perks. Can't call him daddy perks. Call him daddy perks. There you go. Um, you uh, so you've seen this movie many times, correct? Yes. All right. So what um, what was like the first time, and and what. What have been like the the things that makes this stand out that you revisit it so often? Uh, before we get like real in depth into it, just kind of what is your personal connection to this film? Actually, I didn't actually see this movie until probably the early eighties. Whoa, okay. Because, um, well, when I grew up, I was too young for that style of movie. Yeah, so I didn't get to see it. When it came out, and then by the time I got into movies, I really wasn't watching westerns and stuff at that time. Right. So I right. got kind of back into it when Clint started coming out 
and then all his westerns were being on TV again. Okay, so yeah, interesting. The eighties. That's that when I started watching this and um, the Man with No Name movies and all that. Mm. Very cool. Yeah, because like in you know, especially in the it wasn't until the eighties <laughs> that cable came around. Exactly. And yeah. VHS, right? And all that stuff. Like you'd had to catch them in the theater, right? So, and this came out. This movie came out in sixty six. So yeah. um, whoa, this was sixty six. Yeah, this was sixty six. Sixty nine. No, this is sixty six. And shit. Uh, as uh, as your dad said, uh, when uh, when you're a little kid, there's yeah. some things in this movie that are inappropriate, yeah. and that in fact is at the time that this movie came out, uh, Hollywood was still under you know the 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 code the Hayes code mm-hmm. where they like yeah, now have the, the Christian thing yeah, yeah well more or less it was yeah. you couldn't have like certain amount Catholic of violence thing. and all that kind of stuff yeah. you know just to keep it uh keep it all you know uh appropriate for different mm-hmm. ages and stuff and so this movie came out it w- did not have to obey that because it was uh, uh imported it was a, mm-hmm. a, a Italian film yeah. yeah and uh it did so well along with the the two uh, mm-hmm. movies that preceded it um, and uh, it did so well that Hollywood's like, we got to rethink this, and that's when uh, uh the MPAA came around. <laughs> they were like, people want the yeah, blood, <laughs> people want it. Yeah. You know, we talked about uh, when we talked about a fistful of dollars, the way that uh, like the gun you'd be shooting, like the the shot would uh, from the camera would be over the person's shoulder, so yeah, like you seeing the person, yeah, get shot, right, you know, right, all of these like groundbreaking things. I mean, if you watch this movie now, you don't think of it as like super violent. Right, to, right, you know, right. John Wick or something. Yeah, but like, there's a lot of people that get shot yeah, and blown totally. up, and yeah, yeah, there's uh, several characters with one arm. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. so um, was one guy with no legs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which was I loved his a surprise uh, his little handles that he walked around. Yeah, on. yeah, dude. Yeah, um, and and then he just opens the door with his head. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh huh. So yeah, so that this movie uh, was uh, pretty brutal, uh, especially for its time, and mm-hmm. that is what uh, you know started the. The MPAA. So this movie is directly responsible for the MPA. It's one of the. It's one of the many. Yeah, it's oh, okay. one of the one of the few. I mean, I should okay. say that that, that really started it. Where the they time. realized, yeah, there's a there is a market. I mean, with Hollywood and everything, mm-hmm. if there's a market for it, they want that money. Yeah. So they were losing. They realized how much money they were losing, and they were just going to keep losing it because, uh, you know, Italy and and other countries were going to make these movies. Yeah. And uh, they were going to sit there making, you know, good guy, bad guy. You know, lame stuff. So. Yeah, I've always but, said there's that, no Chase. That was one thing I didn't know about those movies. When did it finally come out in the United States? Yeah, yeah. So it, um, uh, the actual release date for this one, I believe, was in '66. Um, let me see. Let me double check that. It was. Uh, oh, I just passed it. Because uh, I have the date to the actual release date. There it is. December. Oh no, it was. Uh, I'm sorry. It was December 29th of 1967. So it didn't get released into in uh, in the states for another year. Oh wow. Yeah, and I know, I remember that when we were doing um, a fistful of dollars, like that one had uh, a much later release date. Yeah, because it was like it was, it was originally released in 64, but didn't get released in America until 66 or something. I like think that. that one might have been 69. So maybe that one came out. Maybe in that America one came after out this. in 69. I think yeah. that one did come out after yeah. this movie did. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I wow. think that in America it didn't come out until later. Wow. So which is, which is interesting until after this one broke out. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because this is the third one. Uh huh. Yeah. However, it is a prequel 
to uh, a fistful of dollars and obviously yeah, yeah, a few dollars right, more. Right, right, right. So, so it ended up working out yeah, anyway, so did, chronologically. Yeah. yeah. And this one is, uh, you know, by all... Um, by all standards, like the best of the three. Oh, hands yeah. down. Uh, I yeah. still, I still think. Uh, I mean, obviously, the the length makes it where I wouldn't watch it as much as I would watch a fistful of dollars. Sure, but uh, I would though. Yeah, this movie is. It's, it's a this, much better story. This movie is a fucking masterpiece, yeah. man. I mean, if you're gonna watch a fistful of dollars, watch Yojimbo. <laughs> you know? so, yeah, exactly, dude. And yeah. we still haven't seen, uh, or I mean, I still haven't seen a few dollars more. Have you seen that one, Dad? I had I've seen it once a long time ago, yeah. and then had, that's the one with um, Van Cleef in it, right? No, that this one is is uh, Van Cleef, um, it, but it it does have Eli Wallach in it uh, as well, the the second one. So he plays a different character. He doesn't play Tuco. Who's in, Eli Wallach? Uh, he was Tuco. Oh, that's Tuco. Oh, He's okay. the ugly. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was in that one, and he was uh, not. Um, that one is not as good. In that's fact, what I've Eli heard. Wallach is well, that's what about I've heard the from, only, from you. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that as a. But apparently, Dad has just confirmed it, though. Yeah, it, it's the first one, and then this one are the ones that uh, you know are the reason that Clint Eastwood is a name. And yeah, uh, well, isn't the second one? Isn't it? Isn't um, Dan Cleek just kind of a rogue bounty hunter that's competing against it, Clint Eastwood? Yeah, he might be in that one too. I know that Eli Wallach yeah, is in that check one. Check yourself before you wreck that... yourself, Chaz. Okay, you want to try to correct my dad, dude? On, yeah, he on is. my right. podcast, they're both, dude. They're both in it. They're both in it. <laughs> yeah, because he, yeah, he Van Cleef is the other bounty hunter, and then Eli Wallach is. So he was uh, in the second one. Yeah, yeah, he was. You know what? And Eli Wall- That's right. I had it. Look confused. at this. My dad comes on. He schools you in ten minutes, well, dude. He's seen them all more than me. Look at that. I just remember uh, him doing. Uh, yeah, because he 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 does this uh, thing in the second one. Eli, I mean, uh, Van Cleef does this thing where he smokes real weird. In the second one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I obviously haven't seen that one, but I don't imagine anything could really top what uh, Sergio Leone did here with this one. Not to mention Morricone's fucking uh, Morricone back with a vengeance. This has got to be the greatest soundtrack of all time. Yeah, it's got to be. It's well. Okay, I mean, it's so already before, legendary in and of itself. Before we get into it, let's hear okay. your uh, first of all. What? Why hadn't you seen this movie? And what did you know about it going in? Dirt, no, sand, of course, dirt and sand. Long. Remember, Dad? Very long. Remember when I, I would walk in and I saw a western on? I'd be like, I'm bored. I'm gonna go play toys. You know? Yeah. See you guys later. But isn't this isn't this uh, one of Grandpa's favorite movies? You know, I don't know. His favorite is still the one we've talked about with. Um, oh yeah, um, the, we've we talked about it too, Chaz. It's another yeah. western. It's another western, right? It's a Charles Bronson movie. Yeah, um, it's also it's a legendary western. Once upon a time in the, the west. west. Yeah, once yeah. upon a time in the west. Yeah, okay. It's, That's it's still his, his favorite. favorite. Oh, okay. Which um, I believe he was shooting during this, and that's why he wasn't in this. He was asked to be in this movie. Oh wow! Yeah, we could Bronson, have had Scott White on here. Bronson, Shout out to no, Scott White. He was he was shooting. I believe it was the Dirty Dozen when this movie. Came that's out. right. That's Whoa. right. That's the one. Nice. Which is also a great movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Not a western. It's uh, was that World War One? World Dirty? War Two. I think. World War Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, 
But yeah, no, he was, and then I know that he was asked to be in all three of these, and he ended up passing uh-huh. because he was doing some yeah, other stuff. Yeah, he was stuff. supposed to be Van Cleef and two yeah, of them. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow, so he was going to be the bad, huh? Yeah, in both of them. Wow. And then you, did you recognize Van Cleef from a movie that Oh, we, yes, I did. There you go. Yep. Which one? Uh, um... Uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry yeah. Maguire. He played, uh, he played the child. He played the little boy. Yeah, yeah. he played yeah. the little boy. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, of course, Escape from New York. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Falcon himself, right? Falcon. Hawk. Yeah, Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. Which <laughs> we had two Hawk movies. We in did bagging them back yeah. to back. Yeah. All right. Um, no, that was a play. He was awesome in this movie. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, it, but uh, yeah, to answer your question, the, you you couldn't pay me any amount of money to watch this movie when I was a kid. Um, you know, A, because I didn't understand uh, the intrinsic value of uh, the dollar back then, and B, because um, uh, kill me. I'd rather um, do anything sit for than three sit hours. there and look at Clint Eastwood squint. Yeah. Which um, is, I mean, this, you know. this whole movie is now, though, dude, small facial Now features, I'll watch yeah. fucking Clint Eastwood squint all day. The dude is just fucking just is like so fucking iconic and just looks so awesome. But all right. back then, hell no. Well, let's get your uh newbie synopsis all right you ready oh wait wait hold on newbie synopsis okay yeah i like that your dad can't hear the song yeah I know, right? Yeah. Sorry, all right you ready and yeah. go um there are three gentlemen each on their own journey uh that we find well two of them are on a journey together and one seems to be on his own journey and we find out that uh, their journeys may be more intertwined than we thought as their stories continue to be told um, and unfold across the Wild West during the end of the Civil War. All right. 30 uh, or 28 seconds. Not bad. It's not, that wasn't a bad it's pretty, synopsis. It's pretty either. good. You're getting much I better. I left out that. one of the plot points, but probably would be for the better. I yeah. would like to not understand that until I start yeah, watching. You're getting, so. you're getting so much better at doing that that the segment is no longer funny. <laughs> right. I know. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, yeah, let's get right into it, Bryce. You got your notes okay. going. Sure. Sure. Um, and we'll just go down there. And uh, Kevin, you chime in whenever you uh, have something to say or. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. Yes. You ready? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. Good to go. All right. Um, you know, uh, first thing I will say is that I really uh, appreciate this movie because I appreciate any movie that literally tells you who the bad guy is. Yeah. Uh, and so he's the that first. was nice. No, yeah. the ugly is the first one. Yeah. He's yeah. The first one. Uh, but it was really cool though because I did not expect that Tarantino esque um, pause. And then the yeah. graphics of the writing, the ugly, and then whoosh, the bad, you know, and like just like doing the pause. And every time that uh, it gave each one's introduction a room to breathe to where it was like 10 minutes, 15 minutes for yeah. each one before. So it gave you enough time to where you almost forgot that they were going to do that. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, the good, you know, Well, I, I think that there's actually so even, Tarantino, dude, there's even I well, think it's like Tarantino 10, is so this movie. Yeah, there's like 10 and a half minutes before a, a single word is even spoken. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I noticed that yeah. and was like, this is crazy. And I've just, either made the worst mistake of my life or the best decision. I mean, of my just life. like, um, you know, uh, A Fistful of Dollars, it, this movie is anticipation. You know, it's just oh, like yeah. everything is there. You, you have these amazing, beautiful, like sprawling landscape shots. Yeah. Uh, uh, not landscape. Um, well, yeah, landscape shots. Sure, yeah. 
you know, that are just showing you this, you know, desert world and everything. And yeah. like, it's very intriguing. And then it cuts from those directly to like the closest face, like close yeah. up, fa like just face shots. Yeah. And they both tell equally like descriptive stories just sitting yeah. on their faces yeah. or sitting on these wide things. Like you'll see a door blowing and then it cuts back to them and like you just see like a little twitch in yeah. their eyes. And like that's that's this whole movie between that and then people getting shot. Like it's it's so cool. Dude, it's so cool. It's just directed so well. I wanted to know, Dad, what what you said you didn't uh really see it until the eighties later, like on T V. Right. So you didn't so what I mean, what what was okay, what was your first experience like watching the movie? Like what did you think of it uh after you saw it the first time? And, it grew on me. <laughs> it grew on you. So, yeah. so that's that's my follow up though. Is like w when you watched it, uh, was was there a lot of hype to it before you, the first time you watched it, to where you're like, oh, everyone talks about this movie? Well, no, because I grew, I grew up there when they hype because it was the '80s already. So yeah, 1980, whatever. There wasn't a hype associated to it. It was just a new mo another movie on whatever movie channel i happened to be watching at that time yeah like on hbo or something yeah but was it something that you remember people talking about like a classic movie or anything like that um when not you were really a kid? no oh okay wow interesting so there you have it folks this movie had zero impact on uh on uh, the entertainment I industry <laughs> i don't remember anybody talking about this being a classic movie at the sure time. well sure. And it, was, it was only you know 14 years old at that point yeah, fair. Yeah, you know, was was this the the thing that made Clint Eastwood a star? Oh uh, well, no. He had already was, done Dirty Harry by the time. Well, no, a, not not by the time this was done, but in no, the eighties. Yeah, the, yeah. It was it was uh, character Rowdy Gaines on Rawhide that made him a star. Yeah. Oh, so he was already a household name when he was on Rawhide. Well, household, yeah, household name as you could be on TV at that time. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, because he got. He got the the role in the first one uh -huh. from uh, doing Rawhide after like everyone else passed. The, yeah, right, right, right. We, we yeah, we that. talked about that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's so, like he. Um, but this was uh, the first good. I mean, the first good. The back. The first <laughs> Stranger with No Names. Uh, a Fistful of Dollars was his first movie. Oh right, okay, yeah. And then after after that. he did that, and uh, you know by the yeah you know, by the eighties he was huge at that point yeah, done yeah yeah some dirty harry's uh, -huh. uh done a ton of other westerns yeah so wow got a terrific penis so um i yeah this uh this movie man um every shot what well, you were talking about the shots every shot was like a work of art man it just like seamlessly went from just like beautifully framed beautifully arranged like everything looked authentic everything looked real except for the white man playing a mexican um everything looked uh or the uh, or the the italians playing, playing white white men yeah, yeah, yeah i exactly. didn't know i didn't know right, there were yeah. so many <laughs> yeah uh, Latino, italian yeah, italian and, union and soldiers yeah the entire civil war was fought by not white people yeah i uh speaking of that man that i did not expect there to uh, expect the civil war to play any role in this movie at all yeah and then it, it was almost like a satire against war or something it was almost like an anti-war movie i mean for sure um, it was, especially the civil war oh god that whole shit with the union uh 
captain just being a drunk and just yeah. being so disillusioned and well it's kind of you know this is a so like uh orson wells was was uh trying to get uh leon not to do this film because he's like you're gonna lose all your money you civil war movies don't make money and like yeah this they is thought a, of this as a civil war movie? i know that was wow. what I. that's why i think it's like yeah it doesn't really feel like a civil war movie but it is but it, it is it's, it's a civil war movie die hard's a christmas movie yeah, and this is a civil war <laughs> right, movie. Right, right, it's right. just that our, the main plot of it is not civil war based. I mean, there is without the civil war, we wouldn't have a movie because mm. they were burying the gold to keep it from the other yeah, side. Yeah, right, know? exactly. Yeah, but yeah, all of our you know the protagonists and the antagonists of this film mm -hmm. uh, are not they they could give a rat's ass about either side of the the war. I mean, right, they, exactly. They're in New Mexico. It was right weird that it even it got was that really. Far. It, I mean, it was a really cool perspective too to yeah. have like um, your main characters. Um, be caught up in in this thing where there are two sides going when and really all they are is just looking <laughs> out for themselves. Literally caught up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, scene. right. Like, what color are they wearing? Right. Gray. Yeah, oh, yeah. good. Yeah, oh, we love a, we love a yard. Yeah. Um, fuck, <laughs> fuck the union. They suck. They're all pigs. Green. We love really, Grant. Oh, wait, which yeah. one? No, Lee. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and they just go. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that like, was oh, good. No. <laughs> yeah, the comedy elements I didn't expect. Um. But yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting all the like anti-war sentiment that was on both sides, you know, because yeah. it was like at the end of the Civil War when both sides are all beat up and, uh, I mean, the, you know, just two, kind of over it in general. The two best scenes in this movie, I mean, obviously it's the uh, Mexican standoff at the end. Oh, dude. Or the, what are they, the Truel. The don't even get me. Yeah. Don't uh, even get me started on that. And then and then the, the scene where they blow up the bridge. But we'll get to that in your notes, I'm sure. Okay. So. Yeah. Um... That scene didn't stand out to me as well, much the, as the, I'm talking about the the colonel uh, in that scene. The when he started crying, when the yeah, the one that was dying. Yeah, you know his whole oh, thing. Oh, like, yeah, are my two dude. Scenes. Oh, I and he tells the guy. Forgot. Yeah, he tells the guy. Yeah. Uh, just let me, just let me live a little longer, or whatever. I'm expecting some good news. And yeah, then, like, he hears the explosion of the bridge. Yeah, that's and right. Then he dies. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, that was a great scene as well. Um, but there was a lot of great scenes. Dude, he, he played with perspective a lot. Yeah. Um, all, there was like many different, um, intro, uh, shots of, you think the dude is real way far away, but then really he's been pretty up close the whole time, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. And then, and then that, that shot of the boot when he, uh, he goes to, when he, when, um, when He's dragged Eastwood through the desert to get back. Yeah, him, yeah. And he's sitting there. He stopped, and it, it just shows him on the ground. It shows his perspective of just the boot. You see the boot and the sunshine, and it looks huge. And he's thinking, "All right, that's it. This is my chance to grab him." And then he like reaches up slowly, and then goes for it. And it just it just does this perfect like cutaway shot to whoops it was really just a boot sitting there full of dirt, you know, and you got nothing, and yeah. you, you were empty handed the whole time. Just like uh, shit like that was just uh, constantly happening in the movie, and when you combine it with Morricone's soundtrack, dude. Yeah, and come on. Um, so uh, oh, no, Morricone, dude. he said that he wanted his soundtrack in this film to mimic the sound of of coyotes, like mm -hmm. coyotes howling and everything, Which and he that, achieved. But he didn't want to use the trumpet. Yeah, he was like I don't want the trumpet in there, and yeah. then Leon forced him to. And that really has become the most uh, distinctive part of that, the soundtrack. That muted. 
Womp, yeah. womp, womp. yeah. And that, and then the you know, the Tarzan yell stuff that they do in it, too. The That's not a trumpet, is it? No, the Tarzan yell part is okay, yeah. the Tarzan. It's a person. Right. Yeah, it's a, right. I think it's a woman. Yeah, it's like singing. a chant. Yeah. Yeah. Which but is yeah, all the amazing. Yeah, even I mean, you've never seen this movie, and you've heard that. Yeah, no, and that's that's the thing is that like everyone has heard, like at least two of these songs in this soundtrack. Yeah, that one, uh, the good guys theme, I guess you would call it, and then the uh, what is now the fucking song in the Medellin. In the telecommercial, yeah, so annoying, but. Um, uh, they but, do like a weird electronic version. Like it doesn't sound like yeah. Like it sounds so much better. Right. Well, and that was the thing, man. Is this? But this is my first time hearing this uh, in the with the context of the movie, which was always awesome. Like it always added to like the cool shit that you were seeing. Um, but uh, but also it was my first time hearing it like as it was recorded. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, like for real, n- not just like as something in the background of a commercial or a parody or whatever. Yeah, it would, you know, whatever version that's out there, and you know, because it became part of the zeitgeist, you know. And so, um, so this is my first time, like, really getting to you know experience it and digest it, and like the sounds, like I had no idea that that the da la la was actually like someone doing like some weird chant. It sounds fucking yeah. amazing, and it just is like just just jarring uh, recording. Like it's a it's a, a beautiful recording, man. It just I don't know, dude. the The soundtrack um, has got to be the greatest soundtrack of all time, um, or maybe the most iconic. Right up there with Star Wars or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely one of the most iconic that uh, John Williams didn't do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, or, right. Exactly. And, and you know, one of the most iconic, but from well, I mean. Star Wars and everything is all before our time, but yeah, I mean, right. Pre Star Wars and pre Jaws and everything like that, it's yeah. You're hard to you're you'd be hard pressed to find something more iconic than dude. Nineteen sixty six in that early in those early stages of cinema. Yeah, yeah, dude, big time. Dad, what what was more popular uh, in real time, Star Wars or Good, Bad, and the Ugly? <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> of course. Uh, no, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, do you do you remember hearing the soundtrack um, kind of seep out into other things before you actually watched the movie? No. Oh, okay. It took time. No. I think. I, I don't know. To me, that movie seemed like it just got a lot bigger once they got it on TV that wasn't censored. Oh yeah. I can, yeah, I can because see Because you, you can't really watch that movie censored. Right. No. Right. And without without that, and they used to always wait 10 to 15 years before they even put a movie on TV. Right. Back yeah. Then. Yeah, it wasn't right. until the, the VHS days, like, mm. and people, you know, and then rentals on top of that. Right. VHSs were, you know, 90 to $150, just the, the cassette. Oh wow! The actual cassette, and that's why, like, you had to rent it, and mm-hmm. that's a whole thing with how, oh, wow. with how the the movie industry was trying to continue to make money. But other than that, like before that, it was all re-releases that you would have yeah. to go see things for, and like it's expensive to do a re-release, and it's expensive mm. to make the the print, and then rent the print, and mm. all that kind of stuff. So before um, the eighties, you know, with the cable TV and with VHS uh, mm. and and all that, you couldn't see an unedited version. Yeah, right. Of, of this. And like the edited version of this is 
um, like two hours and fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, you know, when they cut it down for for TV. Yeah, back, right, back, right. Way back when for commercials, <clears throat> and it wasn't until I, th- I don't think it was until um, like the nineties that, uh, or maybe it was the late seventies that they um, they they found an entire like there's like fifteen to twenty minutes that were never released in America, and they had to have um, Clint Eastwood and. Uh, it was either Wall- I think it was uh, no, it was Van Cleve. Wallach had had died by then, and they came back in to re-record their dialogue. So when you watch the movie now, mm-hmm. you could tell when Tuco's talking when it sounds real different. It's oh. somebody else doing his voice oh. because he had already died when they found it. It's like like the when they're when uh, uh, Clint uh, in uh, what do they call him in this movie? Blondie. And, yeah, and Tuco are in the stagecoach before they get caught by the uh, the Union yeah. soldiers or whatever. There's that. There's this whole scene of them talking. Yeah, uh-huh. about like war and all the dead people yeah. and everything. And like that scene was lost for you know fi- for, uh, thirty years or whatever until oh, they wow. re- re- re-recovered it after he had died. And they oh shoot, but all you know all the dialogue in this movie was re re-recorded. Yeah, we talked about that in the last one. Yeah, and I it mean, was like, w- was it just this my stream or did you also notice that? Well, they weren't speaking English. Some of the shit didn't even match yeah. at all. No, everybody that was on the film... It was like was, watching anime. Yeah, this was the way that um, Italian film, especially at the time, uh, was done, is they would uh, either speak their own language on set, Yeah, or they would do I the figured, best I figured they, the that's best what was could. happening sometimes, where yeah. their mouths were just not even... Yeah, like if they're interacting with Clint Eastwood's character, he doesn't speak anything but English. Yeah. So like those people are trying to speak English to him. Right, right, right. But they don't speak yeah. it that well really uh, i think van cleef and wallach and clint eastwood and then there's like two other guys one of them is the one-armed guy mm-hmm. uh and there's like two other ones that actually speak english and mm-hmm. everybody else on this set either spoke french um wow. italian spanish. or spanish yeah and, and and then the the um so uh the director did not speak english right Le- leon didn't speak english oh he didn't speak english no well. And he spoke uh, Italian. We and, talked about this on for Fistful of Knowledge. Yeah, so he spoke Italian, and Wallach spoke. Um, uh, he barely spoke any Italian, but he could kind of speak English. But Leon couldn't speak English at all. So Wallach and him communicated because they both spoke French. So they would talk in French. Wait, so what? Where, where's Wallach from? Um, I don't know. So but, he's not a white guy. Eli Wallach. He's from the United States, isn't he? Uh yes yeah he is he's from Brooklyn. Wait so why doesn't he speak English? He does speak English. Oh, no, the, oh, the director sorry. I doesn't, he said speak, he doesn't English. speak English. My the, bad. The, he speaks very little Italian. As gotcha. Say. Yeah. Gotcha. He spoke very little Italian. And the director spoke very little English, so they spoke in French. Okay, yeah, that makes French. way more sense because I was like, dude, this guy has such a freaking New York accent. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It like seeps through him trying to do a, a Mexican accent. You know. Um. But yeah. Uh. uh uh, but it did. I mean, he still put on a great, you know, performance. Uh, you know, as much as I don't know how much you can say that now, but uh, I think it was brilliant. I think he's he did the great. Best he actor was, in this movie. He was really great as uh as like that uh, as being the ugly. You yeah. know, and and it, dude, it like this it really movie, focused this, yeah. on his character. He's more the lead. Than it, yeah, he's the lead, dude. He has way more screen time than the other two. Yeah, combined, I think. Yeah, big time. It really followed his character the most. Yeah. Which is interesting. And like, uh, in fact, um, uh, Eastwood was kind of pissed off about it. He was like, really? he didn't want to do this movie. He wasn't, 
uh, at this point, he was like, you know, becoming a bigger star in America. Yeah. And so he was like, I want more money. I yeah. want more creativity on it. I don't yeah. like this movie. It's it focuses too much on the other guy. He's the only one with any real plot development. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, I want yeah to be in it more. You know, and, uh, and he only spoke like you know ten times in the yeah. whole movie. I mean, he spoke and barely less, said anything. Yeah, he spoke less in this one than he did in in uh, a fistful of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Right. Yeah. But dude, his character was badass though. Yeah. He was the good. But also the white guy is the good, really. I mean, come on. So well, um, you, you know, they were all white. Well yeah, but the interesting thing, Bryce, is the good killed more people than anybody else in yeah. the movie. Yeah, he kills like eleven people or something, and the other two guys only kill about six. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, and only killed like three. Well, yeah. but that's because there's more bad guys out there than there are good guys. So but there's very say? little. Is outnumbered. Actually, you know, that's why you think talking about screen time, Clint, fairly decent screen time. Van Cleef had very little. Yeah, time. right, right. And most of his screen time but he was took with advantage the other of, two. Yeah, and he took advantage of it, too. I thought he was great. Yeah, he's he's got a face for it, man. Yeah, dude. He did really good being the bad guy. Uh, and then, and then, just you know, like when they would meet up, when you realize that they know, they all know each other, or at least they know who he is anyway. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. And then when seeing uh, Tuco and and what was um, what was Van Cleve's character's name? What's the Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when they had their scene together, you know, and, and he had and to I love taste. How we don't have him really know any first. other names because they're yeah. all nicknames, right? Yeah, and then Blondie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was just really cool, like, learning their dynamics, and they all have, like, these cool nicknames, um, you know, playing off each other. Um, well, even Tuco says... I thought says, Angel Eyes did, even Tuco did, says, did awesome. Well, we, why would you ever use your real name? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, the plot was really cool, and then, you know, it was leading up to this awesome... You knew it was leading up to this awesome fucking showdown, because uh, it was just... It ended up being free-for-all, who can you trust... Now they do trust each other, but do they really trust each other? Well, no, they don't. <laughs> and they yeah. don't. But but the re by I guess I mean I figured that the reason why he you knew that Eastwood was going to come back and and shoot Tuco's rope off at the end yeah. because he's the good. Well, right? it's it's it, yeah. It's, so it's, you figured like, he was going to do it. Where where is like what are we basing the good on other than he does? what's right and what uh -huh. was right there is he made a deal and yeah he's following that deal right, right, right he just wants to make sure that he doesn't get shot in yeah that deal, so he makes him hang himself up there yeah exactly you know? right, right well and then even he makes uh, sure he can at least get away with his yeah and i love what he you know he gets done with tuco because he's like this guy's gonna kill me yeah he's not worth it anymore yeah, so he leaves guy. him out you know in the desert yeah and then the next guy he's doing that bit again with another guy yeah and he goes well what about shorty or whatever he goes <laughs> he's like whatever and he just goes Sorry. sorry shorty yeah. yeah dude sorry shorty that was a great scene man which then comes back into play when he tells that to tuco as tuco's yeah standing that's right the, that's the right sorry tuco yeah that was great um yeah there's just a lot of fun shit man in this movie um leon uh what kind of did was this put up for oscars or anything like that what no, kind of what kind of recognition actually, did leon get for this, this is actually the highest uh rated film on imdb to not that has that was not nominated, nominated. for any Oscars. Wow. It was not nominated for anything. Wow, you know, and a lot of that is, um, you know, it was a it was a foreign film, really. I mean, even though yeah, it was okay, made for the sense. American public, right, right, right. 
It was yeah. a you know a foreign was, main, and this was you know like I said, this was back with the Hayes Code and everything like that. So it was it was a real insiders club. Gotcha. for Hollywood. It was, yeah, because you know, yeah. the Oscars were all created oh, yeah. to sell. You know? Right. It's not it's not like they really cared about. Yeah. Uh, you know, patting each other on the back as they right. seem to do more now than than some. Yeah, anything, right, but, right. So yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it it got just totally snubbed for everything. But wow. I mean, if if nothing else, cinematography and score in this film should have been nominated. Sure, right. I mean, they could have beaten anything this year. Oh yeah, totally, you know? man, totally. But does he? Uh, is Leon kind of um, like what kind of impact did the did this movie have on? Um, future directors and stuff like that. Well, there have I mean, been a lot no of further, people that have. I mean, look I mean, no further Tarantino, than Tarantino, obviously. You know, and and but is it more than just that? I mean, like, yeah, it's, did it, it was it one of those things I where mean, it was Spielberg, like people were like Spielberg Dude, points to this, just like you know. I mean, it's the same thing that everybody points to. Uh, you know, some of the the older directors like this, like it's it's Leone, it's uh Ford, um. John Ford, it's uh-huh. uh, Akira Kurosawa. Yeah. yeah, I mean those are like the major ones, you know. Before the that, all the guys from the seventies, the Spielbergs and the yeah uh, Kubricks and oh okay. The, you know, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm not certain about Kubrick, but uh, um, I'm sorry, I was uh, oh, wow, brain fart, uh, Godfather, uh, Coppola, Coppola, uh-huh. and and Lucas and all those like it's all Western. Yeah, Western. It's it's and when it comes to Western, you got Leone, you got Ford, and you got um. Kira Kurosawa as well. Yeah, right. With his right, right, style. So, like, right. it's all, it's huge. Right. I mean, yeah, we would not right. have a lot of the the style that we have today. Yeah. If it weren't for. Well, I, just, I just can't help but, like, imagine stacking this up against a John Wayne movie that came out in the same year and just being like, fuck that John Wayne movie. This shit. I mean, there's ruled. some great, there are some great John Wayne movies. Uh, you know, and you could take it. You know, you could take or leave John Wayne. There's there's people who think he's the best. There's people who think he's the worst. Yeah. But uh, there are some great John Wayne movies, specifically the ones that uh, John Ford directed. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. And uh, like The Searchers like is really good. True Grit or something. True Grit is great. Yeah. Um, but that was later. News. Rio Bravo is actually a great movie. That one's got uh, Elvis and and uh, John Wayne. Yeah. Is that, wow. Wait, that's an all American right movie right there. Oh no. No no, Elvis. no not Elvis. It was a. Uh, Ricky Nelson, John Lennon. Uh, no, oh, it was okay. a, it was a Frank Sinatra, right? Was no, it Frank, Ricky Rick, Nelson. Ricky Nelson, that's right. Yep. Ricky yeah. Nelson. Don't, don't try Martin. to school my dad. Dean dude. You, didn't listen, yeah. you didn't learn your lesson yet. No, Come I on. didn't. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, but, there, was, uh, there was also the um, exact same movie they remade or, or did with Robert Mitchum, John Wayne, um, James Caan. The exact same damn movie as as Rio Bravo. Yes. Is that True Grit? No. 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 No, this was later uh, in, in Wayne's career. Uh, Rio Lobo, wasn't it? I yeah, it was Rio something. I think I it was, was Rio, Rio Lobo. Rio Lobo, yeah. So they went from Rio Bravo to Rio Lobo? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, the wow. same movie. It's just different. Wow. Yeah, they just changed the names. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's the exact same thinking movie. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Um. Well, yeah, so I, I just can't... Uh, I just can't imagine that this movie, like, uh, there's no way that the fucking shots in this movie couldn't have yeah, had some I, kind of impact the, on The re-watching this movie, like, even from a, like, not from a cinematic, like, appreciation film, yeah, right. it's interesting. Dude, like, it, there was not one, for three hours, I wasn't bored. Yeah, I know, You know, man. it was never, it never felt like, man, when is this going to be over? Right. Well, you so I, I, I made the mistake of starting it at, 
like 11.30. Yeah, that's pretty late. <laughs> and uh, not knowing it was going to be three hours. And about an 45 minutes into it, I paused it and, then and saw I, I had two hours and 15 minutes left <laughs> and was like, I'm fucked. Yeah. And, um, and there was time... Still, though, like normally that late doing a three hour movie, especially one that's like as quiet as this one is yeah. in some parts, normally I would just, I would have passed out. But this or movie, man, at it least kept me. a place me, to pause. Dude, this know. movie just kept me roped in, yeah. man. It just kept me because, uh, because it was, it was so good at just like keeping things tense. Well, do you know where um, the, uh, there was an intermission in this film? Oh, okay. I don't know if the version you watched, uh, paused for no. it or not. Uh, but do you know where the intermission would have gone, if you had to guess? Mm, I'm gonna guess right, right when they got caught by the union. No. Okay. Um, it was actually uh before that. It's uh after Tuco is you know dragging him through the desert to leave him to die, and yeah, it's uh it, he gets the name of the the body and the guy dies or whatever. Yeah. And Tuco takes him to see his brother. Yeah. You know, the Padre or whatever. When uh, 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 Eastwood throws the coffee Blondie. in his face, yeah, like that scene. There's a cut, and then the next scene, you know, it it skips a little while, and like his face has gotten better, mm -hmm. and he's like sitting up on the bed. So the in, yeah. in between those two scenes, oh okay, that's where the the intermission was. Which, by the way, that's another impressive thing about this movie is that the the makeup work the was makeup really was great, yeah. good too, and it showed like a progression of healing rather than. Typically in a movie from like the 60s and 50s and back then, it, you know, they might not have like really thought of that too much because, you know, it's a movie. People will get it. Well, also, but like you, instead yeah. of his face just all of a sudden being better, you see that's that there's still it's still a little chapped and stuff. But when he was like really dried out, man, he looked gro yeah. gross, which is also, you know, especially for this time period, I feel it's crazy to be like we have the most handsome man. In right, Hollywood yeah. right now, he's yeah. one of the biggest stars. Let's make him ugly for yeah, half this ugly movie. As fuck, yeah, you know, for... and then everyone else in the movie, you know, all of their makeup, like Eli Wallach's got, always got the chap lip, like it's very yeah. real. Yeah, dude. And uh, I don't know how much of that. Yeah, I don't know how much of that is because they were really shooting. You know, yeah, right. In, in, in that kind of it, it, in right. the deserts out or not sure. deserts, but in uh, you know, and probably whatever, needing but... to do a lot of stuff in sequence too. Yeah, I'd imagine. Well, I know that like budget. a lot of the scenes. So there was a uh, you know they in Italy they had an old west town built uh, for uh, I mean they've made a lot of movies out there I think yeah, it was any... built for the second one I think it was built for a few dollars more but it might have been built for one of the other movies yeah and uh, like every small uh, western town that you see in this movie is mm -hmm. all shot in that one town they just sh like like this one will shoot west this one will shoot yeah, east change and the angle just, yeah yeah so it's like one long street but it it plays. Four different villages sure, in this yeah, one town, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. No, I get that. Um. No, man. It was. Um. Uh, it was just a lot of things in this movie yeah, that I was pleasantly surprised by, and impressed with. And I've been waiting to watch this one for a while. I kind of figured I, mean, I know, would like. Yeah. It this. feels it. This one more so than um. Uh, a fistful of dollars feels like a contemporary. Tarantino like it moves Dude, fast. It does, it's got man. a lot of like twists and turns it really does the dialogue that is in there is great yeah you know I mean yeah. it's and it's all Tuco He's classic lines man so good like, if you're gonna shoot shoot don't talk which uh, he improvised oh and, uh, nice. made everyone on the set laugh and he was not trying to he was like yeah he's like why I thought that would be what he said yeah was, right right the way he says it and he's got the the bubbles on it yeah 
So, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, man, is that his character has like um, a lot of depth to it, too, you know? Like, yeah, that's he's what... like light and funny in some parts, you know? He always does this thing whenever he sees someone die. Yeah. You know, he doesn't mean it, you know? Or maybe he does mean it. <laughs> and he does know? it again when, when he has to pray to make sure that Eastwood doesn't die. Yeah, the, right, right, right. Die. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then he's just like, you see, like, he's so, like, greedy. Like, the only thing he yeah. cares about is getting that money. He's like, he's like, oh, no, 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 please don't die. No, no, I, I need that. You know, I need that name. I need that. Oh, come on. You're my best friend. Like, like flipped like that yeah. because he knew he could get money. Um, yeah, he did, he did really good. When he had to fucking build, when he built that custom gun. Yeah. When he went into that town and was like, just walked into apart, the gun yeah. shop and was like, no, motherfucker, give me, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> he goes, how much? And he's like pointing it at him. Yeah. 20. He's like, no, how much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. But then he went up in price. Because he was robbing him. And he was like, how much do you, instead, he wasn't oh, asking how much is the gun. He's asking how much do you have? Means. Yeah. Okay. And gotcha. then finally he got the guy to give him all of it. That's right. That's right. And um, he sticks the clothesline in his mouth. Yeah, that's right. Add, yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Um, I wrote down, wow, that meeting in the cave scene. Does that when ring a bell he, uh, to you? Yeah, when um, Tuco's uh, walking to the cave and he's like talking about his three brothers and he's like, oh, I miss my brothers. If they were here, I would tell them uh, that I would gladly split this money with them. Uh-huh. The 4,000, because he's, he's got to get oh, help. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And then they all, oh, like, all of a sudden, you yeah, just see. Yeah, the rose cut. Dude, yeah. that was fucking crazy. At first, I was tripping. I was like, "Are they? did they bust into a dream sequence out of nowhere? Because his... He kept repeating, uh, "Why work? Why kill yourself working?" You know, yeah. and I was like, "Is he actually saying that?" And in the and all the reverb on the voice, and then the the fucking cave looked kind of like dreamy and we and like it was like had these blue and green lighting behind it and stuff. And I was like, well, "What I, is going?" I could promise you, the first time I saw that movie, yeah, that was not in that movie. Oh, yeah, really? So that must have been an extra scene. Uh, yeah. Wow. That whole scene, that the whole scene, the whole brothers and everything weren't in the movie at all yeah see like i said there was like over 45 minutes of this movie that had been missing wow for for several years oh man i wouldn't want to see it without that stuff because i yeah well and i love that he like definitely was not in it (laughs) oh wow and he like that scene is so great because of like whether or not they are his actual brothers he knows that they're gonna die yeah, when, right. When, by the time you know he he has them come up the front, so mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood will kill them, yeah. and he can come up quietly, right behind this and way. grab the shit. Yeah. yeah, just made sure that they were all wearing spurs. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and then that was so cool too when he goes, he goes spurs. Yeah, because he's like the guys looking at yeah, him. Like, like, how, like, how, like, how did you know we were yeah, here? Yeah. The spurs. spurs. But wasn't that? Didn't Tuco say that? Or no, it was Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that, and then, that did and then that, yeah. Tuco said something about uh, there's more than one kind of spur. Right, yeah, yeah, and then Tuco got him in the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, uh, yeah, so that was a cool scene. Um, the sorry shorty we talked about was great. Um, oh, one one thing, uh, one note I had was um, when he does make him walk the 100 miles in the desert or yeah. whatever, that horse is a goner, dude. There's well, no yeah. way that horse is making it in real life. I, I hate to tell you this, you know, Bryce. What's going I, on here? I hate to tell you this, but like every horse that you saw in this movie is, yeah. is dead now. Well, they're dead now in real yeah. life. But I'm saying in that movie, there's no way that horse is making that trek, baby. No. And so I do well, uh, they, I do commend them for building universe uh, w- in which the horses have unlimited energy. Well, unless they um, you, so you that get was water cool. and food, and maybe he wasn't starving and I just know horse. that if I were to ever try to write a movie that was canon... 
uh, to Good, Bad, and the Ugly that I would take advantage of the fact that my horses have unlimited energy <laughs> like, in uh, some way or another, okay? I'll have my ro- horse sorry, run down guys. a train. Oh, no, you're good, Dad. Do your thing. Well, it's got a like, work call. It's like um, every, like watching this movie and watching you know any of these movies, it, it's always like, man, I want to go play Red Dead again. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, like dude. The, yeah, the yeah, horses. Yeah. Man, I never played Red Dead either. Oh, really? Red Dead yeah. Redemption? Uh, I've not played the second one, but Red Dead Redemption is so good. Yeah. Wait, the first one is? Is better than the second one? I haven't one? played the second one. Red Dead Redemption oh, okay. 2, I have not played. Okay. Heard, I mean, it's apparently way better, but I was already right, married right. at the time. So You were on your period at the time? I was already married this at the time. This guy, talk about Red Dead Redemption anyway. <laughs> it, it doesn't really work. <laughs> um. So anyway... um. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, so I, I made my hilarious joke about the horses have un, having unlimited energy. Make a shirt. Take a note, Chase. Yep. We'll make a shirt out of that. Uh, I talked about uh, the boot snatch um, scene, which just was like really fucking epically shot. Um, so much playing with perspective. The Ben Carson water fake out. The fuck does that mean? Why did I write that? Um, Ben Carson was the name of the, oh, 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 yeah. when he was going to say the yeah, name, yeah, he yeah. goes, water, water, oh, and he runs so to cool. go get the water and then he turns yeah, yeah, around and, then, and Eastwood and then, is listening and then there's to Eastwood, him. yeah, He's like, oh, no! so good, that was so good, man, yeah. oh man, it was just a piece of information, and then the way that it all came together in the plot, where they couldn't really trust each other, yeah. so they had to, all, I mean, the but all they, but all a, they could do yeah. was trust each other with what information they were giving. Yeah, and then when fucking when Tuco, you know, comes out of wherever he's running from and looks up and realizes, oh shit, it's the graveyard. And then in comes the the guitars, yeah, the burn, the Medela theme song, yeah. Dude, it's not the middle. We will that, not that call whole, it the middle know, That whole fucking scene where it's just him running around looking for the grave while the song just keeps swelling and yeah. swelling. Dude, I was just sitting there jizzing. It's I was so like, good. dude, it was just so fucking so, good. So that, um, and then you started thinking. Then you started thinking because he couldn't find Arch Stanton. Yeah, he, he made it. it up. So then you're thinking, well, oh, he tricked him. He tricked him. Immediately when he says Arch Stanton, you're, you're like, like oh, this, that's yeah, he's a made lying up name. because yeah. if he kills him, and like that's why even he's like, he might be lying. So I can't, right, kill, I can't him kill him. Yeah, I gotta because, go see yeah. for sure. But then he does see, and then it, yeah. and then it finally ends with. Bong, and then boom, Arch Stanton, and you're like, whoa, what a guy he he named it, you're dude. Like, or what are the odds that he made up the name Arch Stanton and it's there? Right, so right, exactly. The right but then for him to be like, we're gonna have to earn it, boys, and he writes the name down, and then oh my god, dude, that fucking standoff scene this is the most epic shit, yeah, ever shot, dude. What did you think as a from your perspective from like a movie file about that whole build up where from from when he put the, oh, rock, put the down, rock down the I music mean, starts up and then it goes to the wide shot of them slowly taking their place yeah in and this then it, per, in this beautiful circle in the middle of a cemetery fucking wide ass shot dude what did come on man there is come on, um dude. there's a, a term <laughs> there's a term that I, I wrote a paper about uh about this it's called microphysiognomy okay and it is like it's basically it means like the the micro expressions in a face when you're when you're shooting an extreme close-up mm. uh of of the the characters like or like right real on their faces and like the way little things will tell a story and like a background mm. of these people so like you can see who's 
who's nervous and mm. who's like confident or like what they're thinking just like by the like the very small movements in their face and like that yeah. move, that that uh scene where it's that and then and then even uh the you know uh personification of micro of micro movements in like the gun or the sun yeah, yeah, yeah. or the rocks like, right there's just like so much detail in what's going on right and it like like I was saying before, it's 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 what they see and then what they're looking at and then who they're looking at and then who they're looking. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very and it just builds that tension yes, without anything man. happening. Right, dude. Like all the work is being done right in camera. Yeah, by by showing like the the littlest amount of what you know. Like the littlest amount of movement possible. Yeah, and you've seen this movie before, right? Oh yeah, many yeah. times. And so, well, I mean, what was your reaction this time watching it? When or Dad, what was your reaction? What did you think of the standoff scene? Do you like the standoff scene? The standoff scene. Oh yeah, yeah. that was okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I, that was. I think that's pretty much a Sergio Leone thing. Yeah, yeah. Able to do the standoff. Just took a long time to do the stand. Yeah, but that was the beauty of it. I mean, it really like that, that's uh, that's what I loved. See, I knew I that, wish he would have done twenty more minutes of switching eyes. I knew <laughs> that this movie. Like, I knew uh, that this movie was was long. Like I knew it was three hours. Yeah. Uh, in my head though, I was like, this movie's long, but it's been about six or seven years since I watched it. I was like, maybe yeah. it's only like two and a half hours. So uh, I was watching it. You know, I was waiting for my wife to go to bed so I could start it. And um, because she was not going to make it very long. And so I started it like you did. It was about 1045. Uh uh, And then I spent about 15 minutes looking for uh, codes on Redbox so that I could get it cheaper. Nice. (laughs) Which was a waste. Nice. And then um, then I ended up paying full price and renting it. But uh, it was only $1.99. Yeah, it was only $1.99. But I um, so I started it late. So and I knew that I was like, well, if I get tired, I could just pause it and watch it in the morning. But like I knew what was coming yeah. each time like so i was like well now i can't stop so like you know i knew okay well they're about to blow up the bridge i'm yeah. gonna at least watch that so part. i don't want to kill this yeah. momentum yeah. and then it's like that and then once you get to the once i got to the graveyard i'm like well i got like 45 minutes left yeah but i know that there's no other stopping point so i'm right. just in right yeah you know? yeah 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 dude because there's there's like you know the the part where uh i mean the standoff Everything and then the payoff of it, too. dude. I know where they both shoot the bad. He fucking hits well, the ground. Well, one of them doesn't. And, yeah, oh yeah, he couldn't he even shoot because he got yeah. his shit fucking. Yeah. So and 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 fucking Blondie knew that. Yeah. So he set it up knowing that all I have to do is shoot the bad. And that's why if you or go shoot back, Angel Eyes, yeah, if you go back and watch it, and Angel Eyes has no idea that that dude's shit. So he's worrying about coming coming from both sides. Yeah. So it's two, a fifty fifty chance that he goes for. Him first, yeah, exactly, dude. Fucking genius, dude. It's fucking so cool. Well, and Tuco, so like, I mean, if you look at it that way, like, so uh, Angel Eyes is the uh, more advanced duelist, like, right? Tuco's a great shot, yeah, but he doesn't really know anything about guns. He's just he's without bullets. Yeah, uh, well, no, he's nothing. (laughs) He's nothing. So, but uh, (laughs) you know, and then uh, but so Angel Eyes is the more uh, advanced, uh, you know, quick draw. Yeah, we don't really know if he's quicker or slower than. You know, uh, Blondie. Blondie, but Blondie's but, the most accurate. But yeah, he's the most accurate. Yeah. So, but if you watch that standoff as it's going on, when um, the the more experienced gunfighter would do what, uh, um, uh, what Angel Eyes does, which he's he crosses between the two of them and he puts the sun at his back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like yeah, yeah. that makes his accuracy better and makes everybody else's accuracy worse. Yeah, and you know Eastwood doesn't do that. Yeah. because he lets him. So he's right. more confident that he's not going to get hit. Yeah, yeah. Because now yeah. the sun is, but he is, 
he's got this under his back, and it's right in uh, Eastwood's eyes, so he can shoot uh, um, Tuco before yeah, he shoots right, him. So right. he knew immediately. He's like, oh, I've got this I one got this. because he doesn't have any bullets. Yeah. And it, granted, if he if he did, he was still shooting the, the he other guy. He still went for yeah. for for uh, Angel Eyes. And then for the way that he hit the ground and just rolled into a, a, an empty grave that yeah. was like half dug well, and then was he, just like too perfect. Yeah, man. and then he does the, you know, his favorite thing of shooting people's hats off, but instead of yeah. shooting the hat off, he shot the hat into the, into grave, the grave and then the gun into the grave. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was too cool, man. Yeah, it was too too cool. And then he had and then he had uh, Tuco, you know, wrapped up, man. It was just like, dude, that's it. Yeah, he's, well, only one person needs bullets because what was it? The... Um, oh, and he goes. The way I see it, there's there's two kinds of people: ones with loaded guns yeah, and yeah, ones one who dig. dig. <laughs> oh, and then that was just like the most awesome, epic like thing to say after you just whooped ass like that. And then he had no choice. He was like, "Fine, like fuck it, I have to." What is he gonna do? Run away? Then he gets no money. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, duh, it was just such a fucking like. It's just so awesome how all that shit uh, worked out like that, man. Um, but let's see. Oh, we gotta talk about. The fly, uh, the fly that was all over this movie, or the specific one. The specific one. Which one is that? The famous one that lands on Tuco's face in the middle of him talking, and but he kept going, mm-hmm. and then it flies off, and so they kept it. That's I felt of, like there was a lot of that. In I this knew, movie. I knew that that was um, something like on the internet. Someone had talked about, oh. you know, like it's like it, one of the most like famous mistakes in a movie that they kept you know because it looked more authentic or whatever so i saw it and i wrote it down like i got it i got the flies yeah i mean i i I noticed several flies throughout the movie that were just in on people's thing i guess that was there was a couple that were on his face specifically yeah yeah Yeah. it like landed on his face he's like looking down at blondie when uh he's like it's when he first started making him walk through the desert and he's looking down he's on the horse and he's like saying some like mean shit and this fly just like walks around yeah, while he's talking and then whew, flies off but he yeah. doesn't eat it like uh like belloc in the oh, in the first indiana jones that's, that's probably the one you're thinking the of. one i was yeah. thinking of yeah oh so this wasn't significant at all no i mean it, it was for the same reason that you're saying it looks let's just say realistic. that when we import this episode to italy we'll leave that part out <laughs> uh, and then 30 years and then 30 later, later they'll, they'll after, find after it. one of us is dead yeah. we'll get somebody else to right do, to do the do voiceover yeah, yeah. It'll sound it'll sound slightly different. Um, okay, so let's talk about fucking um, about how the ugly or Tuco uh, really was like kind of a sad character too because it, you got all that backstory from um, that him talking to his uh, brother at the sanctuary there mm-hmm. at the missionary and and um, his brother basically just telling him, "Dude, you're a sack of shit. I will never fucking take you under my wing, you little bitch." And then, and then, Blondie sees it, but Tuco doesn't know. And then Blondie, being the good, was kind of like, "All right, man, I'll take pity on you," you know. And 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 then the way Tuco's like, they're they're in the wagon, and Tuco's like, "Yeah, I told him to come along, but you know, he just uh, he said, no, nah, it's not for me, Tuco. You're too cool for me, man.' Like he was like totally bluffing." And then the way the fucking um, the way Eastwood was like um, uh, when he offered him the cigar, uh, you know, yeah. he, he was like, well, because he lied about how like, yeah, we had a nice big meal. He fed me real nice. But but Eastwood knew he was lying. Yeah. 
And so Blondie just let him talk it out. And, and instead of calling him out, he was just like, well. It always goes better with a cigar. Yeah, I always heard a cigar goes good after a, a big meal or whatever. And, and Tuco was just like, yeah, thanks, man. You know, like, oh, dude, that was like, I was not expecting that. Yep. Fucking depth. Yeah. Relationships. Wasn't expecting that shit. But we got it. Thanks to who wrote the screenplay? Uh, well, I believe it was. A whole bunch of people. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, Akira got, Kurosawa. Uh, Lissadio Vincenzoni uh, <laughs> wrote the story with uh, I regret Leone. asking. So anyway. Yeah. Um, it's no, a I bunch of Italian guys. Okay, yeah. But uh, Leon and, and the guy that he always works with came up with the story. Gotcha. And then, and okay. then it got written. Man, well, they killed it, man. Yeah. Especially writing it in Italian and then having it having to have it translated into English and it's still working. Yeah. Um, the whole shit where they were making him, uh, making the Confederates play music while they tortured him. Yep. When Angel Eyes was uh, torturing him. That was fucking awesome. And you just see all the shots of the Confederate soldiers like crying, like not wanting to do it. And they're like, like louder, more feeling. Like that was just fucking like, like gritty and dark and crazy um the scene where he's like where where he goes uh angel eyes agrees to take him because he knows he has the information and, and angel eyes now knows the name of the grave yeah uh or the grave site the grave anyway site. sad hill yeah and he knew that he had the name of the grave he's like all right well you're coming with me here put these on and then makes it seem like it's just them two but the whole time he's got his crew with him and yeah which he <laughs> shoots, up, yeah. shoots one of them because he when he's asleep that was epic you know he had his sleeping with the finger on yeah. the trigger you know and then that line you know uh it's not his first scene he strains uh walking around they're liable to to get shot to get or catch something or a bullet or no no you keep them back in the bushes they're liable to catch cold or, or a bullet. bullet oh that was so fucking cool dude and then, uh, and then, sure enough, he's like, "All right, boys, you heard him. Come out, you so know." Like six guys. Yeah, and then yeah. he and then he counts them. Yeah, yeah. There's he goes, five. Six, yeah. the perfect number. Yeah, that's right. Six. He's like, "Isn't the perfect number three? Well, I happen to have six bullets. Oh, come on, dude, it's too epic. <laughs> I love how he smiles when he says it. Yeah, too. it's too epic, man. It's just there's so much like cool shit. So much cool shit in this movie, man. Yeah. So um, that Sad Hill uh, Cemetery, you know, was um, not real. As far like it was built for the set with the the stones in the middle and the five sure. five thousand um, graves uh, there and so like after this movie was shot they just left it and uh, in two thousand seventeen they um, went back to find it or a, a few years before that or whatever they were they made a, a whole idea like we're gonna go find the cemetery where it's found and they they ended up finding it uh, like they dug up. Uh, under three inches it had been buried under three inches of dirt and everything and then they uh, put together a whole thing um uh they built they, they actually filmed a documentary about it and one of the some of the guys from metallica wait what they end up finding the cemetery name? the sad hills the oh, shot of oh. where the, the final sequence of the movie is it was under three inches of sand of dirt yeah because it just gotten blown over oh i see okay so like they dug it all up and uh -huh. like they uh like put it out there they're like we're gonna make this uh documentary about rebuilding the site it's gonna become a tourist attraction mm -hmm. here and um you know everybody if you come out you and help us you get to put your name on your own uh oh wow cool. yeah your own um stone gravestone or yeah. Yeah, the cross or whatever yeah, yeah and uh i know that it was the guys from metallica were like a big part of that but yeah the documentary, they're, they're big time um uh, maury cone fans yeah they they did a they even did a a um I think a couple of songs for a tribute album to Ennio Morricone where they covered, I think, the Modelo theme 
um, or whatever. <laughs> you call it <laughs> the Medellin. Graveyard theme, theme whatever yeah. the fuck the real name of it is. It's like something like City of Gold or something like that. But um, yeah, they, uh, the, yeah, the name of that is uh, Sad Hill Unearthed. There's a whole documentary about, about cool. them doing that. Oh, yeah, Sad Hill Cemetery. What a name, too. Yeah. This is great. Um, and I feel like the name Arch Stanton has been used or referenced in like other things. I'm sure it has. Yeah. I mean, this is a very famous movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's so. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, yeah, I don't really have much else to say. We're a little over an hour here. We can start getting into some segments if there's any final thoughts. Yeah, uh, I was just going to you know talk about the... So this movie was uh, $1.6 million, okay. uh, the budget. And that was, you know, huge for 66. Yeah, um, especially a foreign film. Yeah, and part of it, you know, was blowing up that bridge. Mm. And um, Oh, yeah, you wanted to tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, so apparently yeah. when um, when it came time to, to blow up the bridge and, like, they were doing that shot, they, you know, they would have to trigger a fuse and blow it up or whatever. And somebody said, uh, go, but it was Vi. Which means go. Yeah. And but then somebody said vi vi meaning it's okay to proceed. Yeah. But they not go, but, but not. they misunderstood it as go and they blew it up ahead of time when the cameras weren't filming. And oh. that guy that guy was uh fired. He, he immediately uh, so I mean, yeah, he knew he was fired, and he immediately got like ran out, got in his car, and drove off. Really? Yeah. Before it just never showed his yeah. face again. Well, he was probably going to. Yeah. So um, the uh, but it was all done by the Spanish army. They were the one who was who was doing the stunt. Oh wow! Or, yeah, and and like rigging it up and doing the explosion. And so the captain was like, he's like, look, we're sorry this happened. We will rebuild it. And we will redo it, and you know we're not going to charge you anything. Like it's all on us. Yeah. Uh, but you have to let the other guy come back and apologize, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. not fi- be fired. Wow. So he forgave him, and they they did it, and then they shot the scene correctly. But wow. Yeah, so that's that bridge got blown up twice. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. That's freaking funny. I mean, I can just imagine the the bridge blowing up at the wrong time. That guy's yeah. butthole got yeah. so tight, <laughs> and he just ran. Yeah. yeah. The Mamma Mia. Yeah, there you know, there's there's uh well, the Spanish army, I guess. There's a lot to to be said. I know that uh Eli Wallach also accidentally drank the ad so to make that bag of gold split open. Yeah. With when he hit it with the, the shovel or whatever, uh-huh. they uh soaked it in some acid that would make it weaker. Uh-huh. And um Eli Wallach accidentally drank some of that acid because it was oh, just in a, a bottle yeah. uh, that was like a lemon soda bottle. And he was, yeah. so he accidentally Thirsty. drank some of the acid and it burned up his throat. Oh. And uh, he had to uh, film, like he had to just drink milk constantly and just film the whole movie with a mouthful of sores after oh, that. Yeah. Fuck. So that's not probably fun. added to his character. Probably. That might be why his, his lips look so bad. Yeah. Right. In a lot of the close ups. Dang. But yeah, there's a. I mean, this is a, a a huge classic. This is a, a a massive movie. I mean, this has been on the list since the beginning. Yeah, right. For, for this right. podcast. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much everything I got. Uh, Kevin, do you have anything to add about this movie? Add about the movie? No, you guys covered it pretty good. I. What What are you? Uh, uh, what's your final thoughts on uh, what you think of the movie now? Now that well, it's I grown. Think of the movie now. Oh, yeah. I've- It's easily the best spaghetti western of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know of other westerns that I think are better. Yeah, but 
I'm a little older. Sure. sure. It's, it's a good Western. It, so what, what, um, Western besides, uh, once upon a time in the West, I know you mentioned that one, but like, what is, uh, another Western that you would, that you favor over this one? Well, different, different era and stuff, but time frame. I, I personally really liked, um, the Western, the shootest with John Wayne. Yeah. That's Ooh. a classic. Okay. Um, cause it's old John Wayne. It's, we have cars now and then it's all completely changed from the old west um there uh what the one with john wayne ah uh, can't think of it <laughs> no that's okay that's can't all right think of it. No, that's all um, right. but would you say I the like, shoot I is like john i like jimmy stewart Westerns, a lot of them. Man, man shot Liberty Balance with Jimmy Stewart and John Wayne. Oh Excellent. wow, I didn't know that Jimmy Stewart did westerns. Uh, Broken Arrow, I know. I've Jimmy seen Stewart that did one. a lot of westerns. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Back uh, then, if you wanted to make money, you did westerns. Yeah, did sure, it. sure. <laughs> Especially in the 30s to the 60s. Right. You know, yeah. With the white hat, black hat. Yeah. Westerns. Yep. So for me, you went from. John Wayne and that to which were I grew up with. Yeah, the classics. I think the shootest was John Wayne. Then you last went movie. to the, when you went to Clinton. That that's all R rated. It's all oh, you know, so it was like it was like the totally, counterculture totally western, different yeah genre yeah. to us. Oh wow! So that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, because the that, the that John Wayne the John Wayne western westerns, especially the early ones, were all like I was talking about the code. Yeah, yeah so like there was that's no right. R rating oh, on them. So these were like the bad kid movies. Like, yeah, like oh this man, was the, my mom know, won't let me watch that one. And like in in the forties, you would get uh you know uh the the film noir movement. Yeah, that, that the uh, American cinema took. Yeah, which was you know the gangster flick, but the gangster flick was good guy bad guy. Yeah, and the good guy wins, and that's what you know the westerns were at that time. Yeah, but with film noir, it was a uh, there. It was a lot more of a gray area, or you're you're on the side of the bad guy. You know, maybe yeah, or, sometimes or yeah, the yeah. good guy's corrupted by the, the femme fatale. Right, and th that's more of what this has to do with it. It's not as this guy's the good guy, like. You know, uh -huh. I mean, yeah, it's the good, bad, and the ugly. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like uh, Kevin pointed out, he kills more people, right? You know? And yeah, they all, right. all three of them, when they're introduced, they, each character kills three. They're people all kind of scoundrels. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. yeah, it's totally grayed out area. Yeah. yeah, right. Which I love, man. That's crazy because I always uh, had the perspective that it was just an old movie. Uh, especially growing up, I was like, oh, boring, old, you know. Yeah. I, and I so I would lump them in with things like John Wayne stuff. I didn't realize like that you it Mash, was huh? yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> like Mash. That's right. But I I would lump it in with the John Wayne stuff, thinking that it was all the same to to you older folk, you know, not realizing that no nah, the the this spaghetti western one, the Clint Eastwood westerns were were a a step into unfamiliar territory. It wasn't. It was a sort of a. It was a new thing. It was like a counterculture type Western type deal, and and a lot yeah, of people. I, a I lot remember of, the Clint westerns and anything be, even later on ones. There was no really no good guy, no bad guy. In yeah, outlaw Josie Wales. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
That's my favorite Clint one. Right really? There. Yeah, that's a yeah. great one. Oh yeah, you told me that, Dad. I remember that. Yeah. Um, wasn't Brad Pitt in that too? No. Well, no. What am I thinking of? He did. You're thinking of uh, the assassination of Jesse James and Coward Robert Ford. Not that's really a western. Oh okay. But um, and it was also thirty years after <laughs> the Outlaw Josie Wales. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Is it an old one? <laughs> yeah. I never know if it's the like, Outlaw cause, Josie cause, Wales because Clint's still making the, movies to yeah. you know now. Outlaw Outlaw Josie Wales was at earliest in the eighties. Oh, I mean, wow. at the latest in the eighties. Oh okay. I think it was late. At the earliest yeah. in the eighties. It might have been late seventies. Oh okay. So, but um. Yeah, no, I and I, I just looked it up, and uh, the shootest is John Wayne's last movie. That was his last yeah. one. That's what I thought. Oh wow! Yeah. What, so then, would you say the shootest is your favorite western ever? This is my favorite John Wayne western. What's your favorite western? Outlaw Josie Wales. I really do like the Outlaw Josie Wales. Yes. Well, we'll have that to do might that one. Be my favorite western. Well, we'll it's have great. to do that one. Who who else is in it? Um, I don't remember. Is There's William Shatner really in nobody, it? Dad? Well, um, Sandra Locke's in it. Who? Sandra Locke, Clint Eastwood's longtime girlfriend. Oh, really? Oh. The one that played, um, oh, she played in quite a few of his movies. The um, This was. Uh, the uh, one where he, where he was the guy who had the orangutan. Oh, uh, he was in Anyone's Play But Loose. Yeah, any which way but loose. Oh, okay. And then any which way but up, any which way but up. They, I think they made three or four of those as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did. But the the Outlaw Jersey Wales was in 76. Ooh. Came out the same year as uh, The Enforcer, which was the second, or no, the third uh, of the oh, Dirty um, Harry's. Dirty Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Well, then we'll have to do that one. Um. Other than I mean, there's that, there's a lot of Clint Eastwood that that we should do. There's yeah. so many great ones that right. I know you haven't seen. Right, there's and, even yeah more modern ones that I still haven't seen. Yeah, too. and I mean the the older ones are even better. The, yeah, once you started, see one thing uh, about uh, Eastwood is uh, that he hated about these movies is one he doesn't smoke. He's never smoked. He hates smoking. But you know this character yeah, smokes a dude, lot. Yeah, dude, I know. And one thing that really bothers him is you know having to smoke all the time. Yeah, and then on top of that, he hates doing things over and over and over and over again. Which yeah. Is, get a new job because the right yeah that's exactly on film yeah. is but uh he, he's he's very much uh he's he's like one take eh, that's good uh-huh. and like famously that's how he shoots in his yeah. movies you know when he directs oh he's wow like, we got it you know? oh wow doing it a lot more isn't going to put more butts in seats he's right he's that right, kind right. of director yeah um except and, for when he's writing parts where he's got uh two chicks with their boobies out that he's making out with and stuff uh, yeah, he might. much like he did in uh, the Mule. Yeah, uh, he probably did a couple takes on that. He might, one, have, sure. might, have, might have done more, more than one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what? But, I thought uh, you wanted only one you know, take. At that point, Clint, it's like you know what? Here? Film's cheap. Film's yeah. cheap. <laughs> yeah, gotta, we're not going to do this. It's all digital yet. now, ladies. Don't worry. <laughs> Move on. Let's, let's keep it. Let's get one more for posterity. Uh, but no, he uh, Maricone. I mean, uh, Leon is. Uh, you know, love doing multiple takes, lots of takes, getting all the angles, and and mm. getting the performance that he wants. And uh, Clint Eastwood was not for that. Yeah, to the point like you know that uh, along with his like creative differences on this and how he you know thought that Tuco was more yeah uh, right of a better sure. thing. He uh, refused to get out of his trailer at one point on this movie until um, Leon came over and got him a Ferrari, and uh, and a, I think another twenty five thousand dollars 
Are you shitting me? $25,000 and a Ferrari to his paycheck. And then he was like, all right, I'll finish the movie. So, yeah. Wow. But I, I really think that there's a lot. Uh, you know, How pretty, anti-American of yeah. him to accept that. <laughs> yeah, right. When, right when Ford was battling. But, uh, you know, Clint Eastwood Ferrari. is, uh, you know, he uh, he like, I, I don't think he's anything against what he does acting or whatever, but he's also, it's his job, you know? Yeah, right. And uh, I think he realized I can make more money if I'm also the director. Mm-hmm. So he just started directing his own things. And that also makes it where he only has to do one take. So, um, yeah. So he found the perfect way to make it work. Yeah. So now he's a director and he's made a lot of great movies too. So sure. sure. Um, but yeah, that, I'll be the um, judge of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I finally saw uh, uh, the bridges of Madison County and I did not hate it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, uh, it's one of those ones that women are like, Oh, this is so romantic. And I'm like, it's all about Meryl Streep cheating on her husband with whoa spoilers, yeah. spoilers. <laughs> like that's the whole movie. Come on, <laughs> I mean that's the whole movie. Okay. So anyway, um, I yeah. The bridges of Madison County, they're not that great. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It turns from? out they're just bridges. Is that from something, or was that was that a Daddy Perk? Madison County is in, in in Iowa. It's a real place. It's a oh, real with real oh it's in Iowa. Yeah. Oh, a bunch well, of that's, covered bridges in Iowa. Then you really have seen the bridges of Madison. Yes, account. I have yeah. seen the bridges. <laughs> the actual bridges. I've driven yeah. over some bridges in Madison. <laughs> yeah. County. Wow. Where is Madison County, Dad? I don't know. It's on yeah. one of the two streets in Iowa. <laughs> it's up by Winterset. What's that? North. It'd be no. It'd be central around oh, Des Moines. Des Moines. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I told you I was from Iowa, Chase. He didn't, he didn't believe me, Dad. And I, I got family up there in Des Moines. Yeah. Well, I'm not most from of, Iowa. I got family dead. from Iowa. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'm ready to get on to some segments here. Yeah. Um, so, um, first and foremost, box office. All right. I have. Uh, all I got here is just the gross worldwide. Okay. All right. And you said so, the budget was 1.6 million. 1.2. I think I, I might have said 1.6. Okay. But, uh, but it is 1.2. All right, Dad. Do you want to take a guess first? On total Actually, worldwide, did, I know. <laughs> no, okay, so I'm alone in this one. Okay, you know, if he was Tuco, he would have said, "Yeah, yeah, right." Yeah. <laughs> I'll go second. I'll go second. I'll take the yeah. shot at it, What's the prize? Yeah, <laughs> double um, or nothing. <laughs> double or nothing. Um, okay. Um, being an older movie, um, and knowing that it was a little bit of a, you know. A new, hip, scary, weird, strange thing. It's not my, not my John Wayne. So they probably needed kids to go see it, or younger, you know, eighteen to thirty-four year olds to have interest in seeing it, because it wasn't people's John Wayne. It was this punk Clint Eastwood. Who does he think he is? <laughs> Long story short, I'm going to go with five point six million. Well, he was the good guy on on uh, Rawhide. Yeah. Um, all right. What did you say? Five point six million. Okay. This is all time hint. All right, wait, wait, wait. I, did I say five? I said I meant twenty five point six million. Uh, hey, <laughs> if that's what you're saying, you have chosen nicely done. <laughs> is that really it? Twenty five million two hundred fifty three thousand oh! seven hundred fifty one. That's the closest I've ever been, baby. Pretty much two hundred fifty thousand off. Excuse yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, that's that's margin of error for this show. That's so. amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> um, okay, uh, that's you the... can't throw in the that's all time, Bryce. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, that's yeah. all time. Yeah, I was like, are you? Are that's, you sure? That, that is the, definitely the best I've ever done. Yeah, I it think may, it may have been, may have made twenty five twenty five million off of the 
repeats and yeah, yeah just the royalties off of the, yeah like off yeah, of what what Ted what Ted Turner paid for it to well, put no, it on TNT is, yeah this is box office though. that this oh right got gotcha, royalty gotcha. or for, uh, sure yeah, sure sure rights or digital stuff. rights or anything like that it would just be okay in theaters but it's been I mean this this movie I'm sure in even in this pandemic when they've been releasing things over and over again good the bad and the ugly would be on the top of that list for sure with rewatchability oh for sure. Man, I'd love to see this movie at like River Oaks or something. I know. It, it, I mean, I was watching. Um, so I watched it. You know, this time obviously <clears throat> I watched it here at home, and like it's the first time I've watched it on my TV, which is like really big compared to like oh, the other yeah. TVs I've had that were yeah. a lot smaller. And like when you when those close ups on their faces are so big that you have to look around the screen to just to see yeah. the entire face wow. it really adds so much depth dude to it. i'll bet man yeah it's so cool shit so um yeah but yeah okay. this movie's great so uh you got good on that so why don't we get a little rating i'm gonna get to the ratings dad do you want to do do you want to go first on your rating i'll go of seven on my rating out of seven what's out of ten out of ten what seven out of ten ten what's Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah by the way weren't we supposed to do something to play a, a prank on on chase oh uh, yeah i forgot what it was i forgot what it was too we were gonna we were gonna fucking prank you dude but yeah i just i just now remembered it we were probably, gonna do- probably that you're gonna memorize the <laughs> <laughs> i think it was gonna be um what's the um it's supposed to be about what's the box office, I think. You were going to look it up. Oh, I, yeah, time. maybe it was that. Yeah, something like or that. Or what's the, it, it was, what's the. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it was going to be something, but it was going to be epic. Trust me. I believe okay? it. Okay. Trust me, Chase. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah. So do you want to, do you want to give it a, a, a 10? What's seven out of 10. Um. Shots in the head. Dang. Seven out of ten headshots. There you go. Right between the eyes. Wow, nice. Um, okay. Well, I gotta say, out of ten, um fancy bubble baths that I make for myself <laughs> that I stumble upon. <laughs> which I that tickled me. Yeah. He was putting like, all of the and I love how you like every smell good, and like, yeah, yeah, that one yeah, is put that whole, in thing, it. Yeah, whole thing. Whole thing, yeah. And then he brushes, yeah, brushes plus, his teeth yeah, the soap. Exactly, yeah. And then he shoots the guy through the bowl. Dude, that was so good. Um, so out of 10 fancy bubble baths I make for myself after many days on the trail, I give this movie 10 fancy bubble baths so I make for 10 myself. 10 out of 10. After many yeah. days on the Ooh, trail. You love it. I loved this movie, and um, I won't go any further because I don't want spoilers for our end-of-the-year rankings um and our all-time rankings because i need to go back this is something that this like, one might be up there folks i need to go back this one might and, be up and, there. and look at every episode and find all the tens that you've done and see where they end up falling yeah right on the, the, on the old times yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a sliding scale, folks. You know, when uh, we get fans, when we get some fans who get real obsessive and they start their own wiki yeah right to, to right figure that exactly out for us. yeah um yeah no this movie is is so good it's 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 uh i mean it's one of my favorites and um and of all the three hour movies that i really like mm-hmm. this one is the easy one of the easiest to watch over oh sure man 
Yeah. You know, so um, I'm, I'm definitely watching this over. And Tenet, I will day. say when I was doing research on this one this time, I so I've always been like, you know, when I die, either plasternate me and put me like on a bench somewhere, you know, uh-huh. like a Ronald McDonald statue. Yeah. You know, it's just like, hey, <laughs> feet, you know. Uh, either yeah. that or or just on my own couch watching movies or something. So yeah. I've always thought about that or just cremate me because it's cheap. Mm-hmm. But then after watching this movie, uh, I realized what I want to do. And it there was an, an, an Italian actress uh-huh. who, uh, d- like, in her will or whatever, she wanted her skeleton to be used in movies mm-hmm. forever yeah. so that she could keep acting even in death. Yeah. And the skeleton of... Uh, Arch Arch Stanton uh-huh. is hers, so that skeleton is a real human skeleton of an Italian actress. Oh wow! Yeah, that the, oh she, she said, I've, "You know, after I die, I want my skeleton to be used in movies." Wow, and do like, that. They've they've used skeletons in movies a lot, real skeletons, quite often because they are way cheaper than making a fake one, one. <laughs> and like you know they're good. You know uh-huh. they don't desecrate them usually. So right, right, right. But um, you know, and then of course certain things like they'll say, "Oh." this this production is haunted because of using skeletons. Yeah. Like they've always done that right. and they're not haunted. So calm down. They also use real human ashes too. Anytime they need to do that. They probably don't because it's uh, you know, cheaper. And, <laughs> no, yeah. trust me. There's enough ash on a film set from just the teamsters smoking. No, I'm just kidding. Or anybody. The actors probably smoke more than teamsters do. Just joking. But uh, yeah, so that was a real, is this a real some woman's kind of joke. That was a real woman skeleton, and that's wow. what I want. I want my skeleton donated to Hollywood, not okay. Screw science. Put me in the movies. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind, Chaz. We'll try to make that happen for you, bud. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, that wraps it up. Uh, come see us at Comic Palooza. Like I said earlier, we're gonna be there July seventeenth uh, and eighteenth. Uh, we will be wearing our movie we gap. Do a reboot, uh, an attempt at a reboot. Oh, recast? sorry. Yeah, I totally forgot. A reboot recast. Um, Time for the <gasps> reboot, reboot recast. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about the reboot you recast. Know, you know, you're shortened people. Um, you're gonna try to recast that movie. I know, right? I know, but it's kind of futile. We could. I mean, who did? What did we end up doing with Clint Eastwood for a fistful of dollars? Do you remember? See, I don't remember. That was. I over, seem to remember suggesting Zach Efron. So. That's Russell Crowe. Wrong. Russell Crowe? Well, <laughs> Russell Crowe is... <laughs> he wasn't in shape 15 years ago <laughs> for this. Uh, <laughs> no, he. I think... And he's definitely too old for this one now. You don't like Zac Efron? No, I don't like Zac Efron As for that? this. No, he is not what Clint Eastwood is. Yeah. Especially so. uh, assuming assuming uh, he is... Did we just end up going with Scott injury. Eastwood? No, I think you did. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 it's just too hard to pick. No. I mean, like, how do you get another Clint Eastwood? Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. The, the closest thing you would have to a Clint Eastwood is a Harrison Ford and way too old because they're basically yeah. contemporaries, give or take 10, 15 yeah, years. That's true. You and know? plus, he's too grumpy to film uh, movies anyway. I mean, he still uh, does. <laughs> they both, they're both Somehow pretty old still and grumpy. Doing and still fucking both doing Indiana Jones. Yeah. I do not understand why or how. Well, it can't be worse than the last one. Oh, boy. But, you know, like, I I mean, what? Who who's going to be Clint Eastwood? I mean, you can't get. You know, maybe. He's a little old, but age is different now. Maybe um, a Keanu Reeves. Too old, though. You know? I mean, yeah, but he looks pretty good for his age. Yeah, but also, I don't see that really having the same impact. No, but, you know, um, I mean, I'm not going to put Timothy Chalamet out there. Too like, young. What are you talking... I mean, if, if that, 
I mean, yeah. he's also just like a wisp. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, no. You yeah, know? yeah. Too young, too faint. Tom Hiddleston's too British. Uh, Although that would be an interesting Tuco. Hiddleston? Yeah. Well, how about we cast someone who's actually or, a or Mexican? Or don't make a Mexican because right. why would you make the Mexican? Yeah, right. Like, all the bad guys have to be yeah, Mexican. He could be, he could be a British yeah. guy, a British cowboy. I'm sure that I'm sure there's ones out there. Oh, there were no women in this movie. There was one. Um, oh, the, there was the a, wife of the yeah, the wife and mom from the that the, the right. bad killed at the beginning. That's right. That's right. But you know, oh, most yeah. of it was the war. So yeah, that's there weren't true. a lot of, of women in in the in the surface until uh, much later. Bo Burnham? No. I, no, I, I don't know why. Um, you would why, throw that I, one I out there. Maybe uh, Tom Ellis would be a pretty good bad. I mean, who's that? The guy that plays Lucifer. Oh, yeah. See, I, you know who I was thinking of for the bad is, and Stark pulled it up last time. The only problem is uh, Civil War era, it wouldn't work, but Juan Carlo Esposito. Oh, I mean, yeah, he already fucking has crushed the bad guy yeah. character. In the past, but I mean, we could, you know, I mean, we could go that route though there, and then do a do a maybe what's his name, Carl Washington, Denzel Washington's kid, you know, like go. Yeah, but route. I mean, you got the you're you're literally dealing with a civil war. How do you have a? Well, but you know, come on, they do. I mean, Bridgerton. Black, you know. What yeah, I mean? but that's you not cast, that's you, not. You go in that direction yeah. with casting. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Um, I I think that would be interesting though to get you know give uh, uh, give the opportunity there. Um, and I think that uh, you probably do something really cool with it. Uh, I think his face is really uh, good for it too. It's got a lot of angles to it, you know. Um, unless I'm just crazy, okay. I mean, I'm not really seeing anything here in the yeah. It's it's the I mean, that's the problem that we came with uh, trying to find somebody that is like. Clint Eastwood, yeah, in, in this day and so age. So that's why I say maybe you maybe you just go that direction and fucking. I don't I don't think you could do that with it, the gritty realism of it. But then again, wasn't Denzel Washington in um, the remake of uh, the Magnificent Seven? Was he? It wasn't it him and Chris Pratt and. Oh yeah, or someone. Yeah, there was a bunch. Yeah, I mean there was yeah. at least seven people. <laughs> we could name we could did name you, two. <laughs> did you see the new Magnificent Seven, Dad? I did not see the no. new Magnificent. Have you seen the original? Yes. I have no idea they made a new Magnificent Yeah, yeah it came out in like 2015, <laughs> yeah. I want to say. Yeah, it was a yeah. five or six years ago. I saw it all right. It's uh, not as good as the original. I saw the ridiculous six. But it was better than the what, four other Magnificent Seven movies that they made? Sure. I think I think only two of them had Yul Brenner, and then like they just kept changing who the people were. I like the song. Yeah, uh, one thing you have to remember on all these, no, you know, not one to go with a black actor because they wouldn't use black actors. Is the, there was a ton of black cowboys. Yeah, back in the movies back then. No, in no in, back in back in real life. Oh, in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, so they, there you go, Chaz. They mention uh, something about uh, I. There is no check your privilege. There Chaz. were no black people in this movie, but when they were hanging Tuco, they said uh, that he was guilty of raping a oh, yeah. black woman and uh, yeah, that's raping right. a, a black or no, it was uh, 
It was like did something to a woman of the white race, or did he something to a woman a, of the black a, race, yeah, or raped whatever. A woman, raped a virgin of the black, yeah. of the white race, yeah. and then uh, raped a woman of the black race. Right, right. Which none of which he actually did. They were just scamming for reward. Money. No, I think he he was wanted for those things. That's why. Oh, and that's how they scammed the reward. They money. would, yeah, they would just claim the reward money oh, legitimately. Man, that's crazy, and then. He would free them and they would run away. So then, so then, when when he, what he was doing was so bad. then Shorty was also another bad guy yeah. that that Blondie was like, yeah. hey, I got a scheme if yeah, you want some just, money. He would just keep doing that wow. over and over again. That's funny. And then if anything went wrong, like it did with Shorty, it's like, well, the guy got hung anyway. So wait, so Blondie was actively working with someone like that mm-hmm. yeah. and not calling him out. Yeah, more like good, bad, and the canceled or the canceled, <laughs> the bad, and the ugly. Okay, because he's canceled now. <laughs> Right, there all, is no more, good. actually. It's more like how about the canceled, the canceled, the canceled because they're yeah. all actually pretty much fucking canceled. All right, well that's that'll do it. Well, and Clint Eastwood is ninety, and anybody over eighty six is canceled. That's true. <laughs> like, that's just, yeah. Let's just be real. At this point, let's just be real. All right. Okay. Um, yeah that that wraps it up for. And me. you're canceled for not wanting to use uh, Denzel Washington's son as Clint Eastwood's character. So I don't know. I just don't. That's it. You're done, dude. I don't think he's got the same well, thing as Denzel would be as old as Clint. No, Denzel Washington's kid. John David oh, Washington. John, I don't think oh, okay. it's John Denver. John, John David. John David Washington. John David Washington. I just don't think he's as he's, he's got a good as Clint Eastwoody. Well, but you don't. But you don't know. You don't know. But maybe, I know. I maybe do he know. adds his own flair. I do know. Now you know who would make a good. Actually, thinking of that, uh, who would make a good bad is Robert Pattinson. Ooh, gives him another chance to do any he other. He might accent. make a good good. Uh, I mean, he might. I just don't know that he would. He would do a part that's that uh, straight, you know, like just. Well, that's not what we're worrying about yeah. here, are we? We're worrying no, about cast in the movie, he okay? Be, he wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> you know, I just feel like he. But I like he's I like so him as a bad at, too. At bringing depth to things like. Well, then who would we do for the ugly? Is there any ideas, Patton Oswalt? <laughs> Patton Oswalt. This is uh, one of Patton Oswalt's favorite movies. Is it really? Yeah. Absolutely, uh, I've heard it. He kind of looks like Eli Wallach. I mean, a little bit. You know, that's that's actually not a terrible idea. It might be a little old. I can see him crushing it. Um, for that, I'd and like to see it just for for his own. But yeah, that's not Claire. a bad. That's not a bad choice. Yeah, honestly, I really have I kinda, no idea like why that. that just popped in my head. I know. Head. I kind of like that. Is weird because he's like shorter yeah. than the rest of them. You know, well, that's weird that that popped in your head. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, right. Oh, there it is, Pattinson. Oh, then Patton. there it Pattinson's. Is. That's, That's right. He's because because Robert is Patton's son. Yeah, he's uh, hence son. his name. Yeah, Patton Oswald's son. So actually, I'm not I'm not hating that. That's a breakthrough we've just had right there. Yeah, and I think it's a better place than any to uh, to uh, end it. Me and me and Larry got um, we got a a buffet to go catch. Well, uh, and then in that case, uh, I'm just gonna throw out for um, the uh, Clint Eastwood character. Um, Timothy Oliphant because why not? I love him, and he's done. Ooh, he's done why did we not work with think him? of him? And he and Patton have chemistry. If you've ever seen Justified, they're very funny together. Patton Oswalt is in the in Justified uh, season season oh, four and, and six or oh, five shoot. and six. Yeah, yeah. Or no, okay. I, think there's, I think there's only five, but yeah, like the last two seasons he's in it. Cool. Um. Yeah. I, I like. And that. I love. I love Timothy. Yeah, he'd be a good bad though. I'd say okay. That's what I do. Well, he plays Timothy Oliphant bad. Timothy Timothy Oliphant bad, 
Robert Pattinson good. <laughs> and and uh, Patton Oswalt, just, the ugly. Just, yeah, just cut that audio. No context. <laughs> yeah. Timothy Oliphant, bad. bad. Patton Robert, Pat- Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Yeah, no, you get it. it. You get it. You get it. That's a Tony Pretty soon we cut the chit chat a hole. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Well, um, that about wraps it up. Like we've said eight times. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Come see us at Comic Palooza on July seventeenth and eighteenth. We will be there. I know I'll be wearing uh, Movie Gap shirts both days at least. Uh, I know that you have one. I got one, and uh, I'll wear across the streams on the day we're not recording. How okay. about that? That sounds good to me. Okay. So come uh, if you see us wearing those shirts, then you know who we are. If you don't know who we are, screw you. We're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a song. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> we will uh, see you all there. Uh, and don't forget to send us a voicemail over on crossthestreamsmedia.com. And uh, check out our Patreon. It's uh, ready for anybody that wants it. <laughs> Anybody that wants it, we will do it. You'll get all kinds of uh, content. Yeah, a lot of experimental content that uh, we will just bounce it all off of you. Yep. Um, You will become a third member. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For for lack of a better term. So, Uh, but you know. That's right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Thank you, uh, Kevin, for joining us. You're welcome. We appreciate it. Thank you, Dad. That went long. I apologize. <laughs> We're talking. But so did the movie. <laughs> yep. I've watched them before, so. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Good deal. All right. Well, until next time, Nom in Space. <laughs>